Yo, 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 welcome to the Apologetic Fun in 10 podcast. You are joining me, your host, Alex Davis, and we are about to have some fun. Like I said, my name is Alex Davis. I'm currently studying Christian apologetics, getting my master's at Oklahoma Baptist University, and you are joining me for some fun so that we can defend the gospel together. So join me in this incredible fun journey. Let's go. Well, hello everyone. Happy Monday or whatever day of the week it is for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really excited. It is an interesting and hard topic today. And that is because we as humans are constantly sifting through shame. Constantly. It comes from different places within each and every one of us. And something that a lot of non-Christians or people that are Christians or progressive Christians, whatever it might be, they might believe and have this heartfelt belief in their souls that they believe God shames them, that God is a shaming God, that he is disappointed in us, that he is angry at us, that in his word, he just shames us constantly for who we are as humans. Now, I've had conversations with people of like, well, I'm not a religious person. You know, I I love the love of God, but I'm not a religious person. I've had a woman the other day, I was literally just engaging with her at a 7-Eleven. And as we talked, she shared with me about the church that she was going to, I will not name, And she's like, I just, I'm not a religious person, but I love going there because I feel encouraged and I feel, you know, better about myself. And that's also another extreme. (laughs) The Bible is not here to make us just feel better about ourselves. It's to point out, it's here to point out who we are to look to, who we are to look out for how we are to place our lives at the feet of the cross of Jesus, who is the who, and then so too lay our shame down. Because why? There is no shame when we are in Christ. So there is this really beautiful quote. I cannot find it before recording. But along the lines of this, it was said by Jen Wilkin. I just think it might have been one of her podcasts. If I can find it, I will let you know and I'll edit the notes in this podcast. But I believe she said along these lines, God doesn't shame us, but God uses shame to bring us into repentance. And I've captured that in my own life, walking through wounds, walking through suffering over the last year, realizing that I hadn't sifted through a lot of things, a lot of traumas and while sifting through those things, it's really easy to think, well, this is just awful. God is just ashamed of me. This is so gut-wrenching. I just feel shame over what I've done or what I've had done to me. But that is not the case at all in a sense that shame is to bring us closer to Jesus and the word of God does not shame us. But 
How do we know that, Alex? How, how can we know that? I feel bad about myself when I go to church. I feel bad about myself when I'm around Christians. Well, let me tell you in full authenticity, my friend. Christians are not Christ. We are sin-stained humans that are not perfect and we do not claim to be perfect. If a Christian claims to be perfect, please run the other way, please. I've hurt so many people and I've been a Christian since I was 12 years old. I'm about to be 28, so it's been a while. And I've hurt a lot of people. I've hurt a lot of feelings. I've been a turd nugget is what I've been. (laughs) I have, but there's no shame on me. And why? Because of what scripture says and because of what Jesus did for us on the cross by shedding his blood as a perfect sacrifice so that we might not live in shame and go to hell. (laughs) We can actually live eternally with him and live out of that joy right now. So Hebrews 12, 2 says, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Did you see that? Despising the shame. Jesus is the founder and perfecter of our faith. Why? Because he was a perfect sacrifice. He actually was the word, if you look in John 1, 1, the word was with God from the beginning. The beginning was with God and Christ and the Holy Spirit, even though he's not mentioned necessarily right there. But all the three of the Trinity in the one God, they are perfecter of our faith, Christ, because of his perfect sacrifice, who for the joy that was set before him, the joy that is us, we are his joy, we are in his image, his image bearers, he endured that cross, despising all the shame of sin that we said yes to, Adam and Eve said yes to, and at the right hand of the throne of God, he sits, he rests, he intercedes for us on our behalf once we accept the gifts of the Spirit. My friends, there is no shame that comes from God that he desires to place on us. He will use it as he uses all things for his good, which is so hard to think through and muster through and sift through, but there's no shame because God is a God of love and God is a God that sits with us in it and helps us sift through it. So then what do we do? Hebrews 4.16, let us then run with confidence and draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We turn to him and we sit in his word and we recognize that we cannot work out our own salvation. Because I mean, if you look in Genesis with the creation of man, do you specifically see in Genesis chapter two? I believe it is. Let me double check. I have my Bible right here. I hope you do not hear me turning my pages. And if you do, you are welcome. 
I believe it's Genesis 2. Yes, the last verse of the chapter, verses of the chapter, 24 through 25. This is why a man leaves his father and his mother and bonds with his wife, and they will become one flesh. Both the man and his wife were naked, yet felt no shame. There was no shame before the fall. You realize that? There was no sin and temptation. And these two were buck naked. They were naked and unashamed. They were walking with the father intimately. I believe he specifically even walked through the gardens with them in some type of form. (laughs) And they had an intimate relationship with him. As so too, we get with the Holy Spirit, but much different, a a little different, you know? My friends, how encouraging is this that we can know when that, when those emotions and those feelings and that deep, deep seated fear of shame comes upon us, we can know that we can use that to lead us to the feet of Jesus. So God is not a God of shame. He loves you desperately and he wants you to fall into his arms every day living open-handedly. All right, my friends, I love you so much. And I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Thanks so much for tuning in. Go defend the gospel. Go have fun. Get in the word today. I'm praying blessings over you. See you next week.